0: American Horror Story Hotel episode three. Mommy is over, and now here's your daddy, Josh <laughs> Wither and Stephen Fishback. Your
1: daddy's, I guess. Yeah, your daddy. Your two dads. Um, your two dads. Hi, Steven. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm in I'm in Las Vegas right now. I'm here with some friends. Yeah. Uh, word on, you know, just uh, word on the street is that people are rooting for Joe on Survivor. That's people are coming up to me and they're saying. Aren't you on that show? And I'm saying yes, and they're telling me that they are really rooting for
0: Joe. Wow, that seems rude.
1: It's not, it's not, you know, it's not. They're like, oh, you're on there. Love watching you. Joe seems great.
0: No one's asking you for advice on how to chop things. <laughs> you know what? I know what not to do. So you're kind of, li- you're living American Horror Story Vegas right now.
1: I, it's basically, yeah, I mean, with, with, uh, you know, fewer just like dissolved teeth and I, I am in a hotel room and I am a little bit worried. Every time I lie down. Yeah, what's in the bed? Yeah, Max (laughs) Greenfield is going to jump out of my bed and strangle me to death accidentally.
0: Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, That actually wouldn't be a bad setting for an American Horror Story season, I feel like. Some sort of like American Horror Story casino. Lots of awful things happen in casinos.
1: Actually, that's a really good idea, like an old timey casino, because everything has to be old timey for Amer- with American horror right? story. Like, I, you know, all those contemporary casinos are so you know cool and, and slick and, and modern. But but yeah, like go with, like some like old old crappy one. That would be pretty cool.
0: That wouldn't be bad. All right, how's the slot machine going? You're putting the quarter in, and it's going in somebody else's slot machine. Is that how that's <laughs> yeah. working?
1: I have made a lot of money for other people, so I've been happy to help with that.
0: All right, so you're so you're doing your job. We're doing our job. Now we're back with the American Horror Story Hotel podcast. This is our second podcast. We're talking about the third episode of the season called Mommy. Crazy shenanigans happening on the show. Steven, you were a little thumbs down on the show so far. Is that, is that trending upward or is it trending downward this week?
1: Honestly, I, I, I you know I want to be a booster. I want to be excited. I want to be enthusiastic about this show, and I love it. I have a baseline of love for it, but – Ah, this episode, yeah, there, there's a Bernie Madoff subplot, you know, there's the, the anti-va, the- No one, no one could have predicted that. <laughs> yeah, there's a vaccination subplot. It's like, right. the Bernie Madoff is, I mean, we'll get to it obviously, but that's really- uh, I, it was a, It was a weird twist, and I guess like so so normal it 's weird what 's your take on it so far does it is this continue your love for it, or does this uh make you question question your your brainless enthusiasm
0: well I, my, my brainless enthusiasm isn 't going anywhere I mean I, this is not a show that makes me think too hard, or right. if it tries to make me think hard i 'm not taking the bait uh, i I thought that I thought that the Bernie Madoff thing was absurd and ridiculous and so wonderful, and I loved Angela Bassett this week I mean, Yes. And I, I have no idea where that 's going but i 'm all on uh, i 'm all in for ramona royale that's that 's a great character already
1: totally and I feel like that 's exactly what this show needed was one yeah. of these like classic american horror story ass kicking intense women that have dominated the franchise and you know as as, much, as like iconic and, and and you know cool as lady Gaga is she doesn 't have that sort of Insane drive that someone like Angela Bassett does, so I'm really excited about that as
0: well. Yeah, but it, it did actually make me kind of homesick for Jessica Lang a little bit. Like when when we saw that Ramona Royale and the Countess have some history together, I could just see Jessica Lang in that role, and it made me very sad.
1: Right. Although we also like we saw that 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 was American Horror Story season three, right? Which right. was just that face off between Jessica Lang and Angela Bassett, which was epic. But you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm, I mean, I I agree with you. Like, what a what another great head to head conference. That would be, um, and it's sort of like you know the Fast and the Furious franchise. Every every season, there's a new you know it's the same people butting heads, and you throw some some new people in the plot. But
0: um, when do we get The Rock on board? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. He would be he would be an epic. But a lot a lot goes on. the The, the name of this episode is "Mommy," and it's all about mommy issues,
0: right? Yeah. Which I'm very familiar with personally.
1: <laughs> There's like, you right, like, uh, so, so how, I don't even, should we do, how, how do we do this? Do we, do we start at the, the beginning or do we, do we talk about it? Start,
0: start where you're interested in. What, what do you want to talk about? What, what was your biggest takeaway from the episode?
1: Um, honestly, it was Wes, I, it's that Wes Bentley is a terrible, terrible detective.
0: Yeah. He's not great.
1: he, he. Made out, he arrested someone on, on specious evidence, made out with them, and then allowed them to disappear from the elevator he was riding in with her.
0: Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah. How do, how do you make out with your, with your perp and then just let him walk away? Yeah. How does that, how does that happen? I don't think she walked,
1: right? She definitely disappeared. Um, Right. But, but I felt like the making out, you know, like that's the line you don't cross as a police officer is to um, make, to handcuff someone and then immediately start making out with them. That is not going to look well before like a police review board if that ever you know gets questioned
0: at least at least not episode three you know like give it a few more episodes before you're starting to make out with ghosts (laughs) yeah exactly but that's very that's very The Shining. That was something we were talking about. Is the yes. is, is sort of the parallels between this season and The Shining. And that's very Jack Torrance making out with the the dead chick in the in the tub. Um, so we're definitely we're definitely moving forward in in that in that direction. Yes.
1: So this this was a, there was yeah. a lot of real plot sort of drive here, right? And and so like all of the plots kind of get pushed pushed forward. Um, first was was the. The Tristan, who the, is the model played by um, Finn,
0: what's his name? Finn Witchrock. I appreciate that you're trying to use character names. Right I'm now. trying. You said <laughs> Let's, we're
1: going to learn, and I'm we're not gonna trying. Learn yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tristan is, is the model played by Finn Witchrock. He goes in search of James Marsh. James Marsh. James Marsh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Played by um, Evan Peters. There's, Evan there's too Evan much Peter. American Horror Story Vegas going on in your head right now.
1: It's too much Vegas going on yeah. in my head. Uh, played by Evan Peters. So they. So Finn Wittrock goes in search of him, you know, as now he's like an acolyte. Now he can appreciate the things that James Marsh was trying to teach him. And Marsh appears and, and asks him to revitalize the murder hotel. And Marsh is like, you know, th- this, this murder hotel is not being – is not murdery enough. Right. Uh, there's, there's not enough killing. And there's like whole things I devised here that are not being – uh, you know, put to their diabolical evil use, and so Tristan—it looks like is going to be kind of like an acolyte or a servant for for March. And I, I like that idea. You know, we've seen a lot of people popping out of beds. I like the idea that maybe we're going to see some new creepy murder hotel stuff.
0: Yeah, well, we got a little taste of that in the episode where he was introduced, where James March was first introduced, and we saw all of these little devices that he'd built into the hotel, and we heard about all these things, but we didn't see, I'm sure, even half of what he has in store. So if the storyline now is, I have a flesh-and-blood disciple who is going to go around and make this place far worse than it is at the moment... That sounds fantastic. That sounds like the right way to go. And Evan Peters as pencil mustache twirly as ever in this episode. I love that line where Tristan's like, "I googled you," and he's like, "Oh, that sounds obscene." <laughs> you don't get the sense that this guy using computers much.
1: Yeah, yeah, And that didn't make its way over into the afterlife with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. And and although, so then, so then his first his first mission. As this, this seri- as the new serial killer of the hotel is to take out um, – oh, my God, all the character names. It's to take out Cheyenne Jackson. Will yeah. Drake.
0: Yes. The hotel magnate.
1: Yes. And Will Drake comes in and he sees Finn Witchrock in the room and he says, get out. I'll call the cops if I see you again. A- and then he leaves and he doesn't actually throw him out. It's a pretty ineffective way to throw someone out and it's just, like, insists that they leave and then, and then, you know – walk away
0: it's also a pretty tepid response considering that they're just gonna end up making out you know big time in like five minutes
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly shortly thereafter they are uh just hot and heavy
0: this is a very steamy episode for a bunch of people between these two between Tristan and Will Drake really getting it on uh Gaga and Will Drake getting it on a little bit and then the the Lady Gaga Angela Bassett scene was you know that was the stuff of legends. Going that on
1: was there. epic. That,
0: yeah. was, that was iconic. Yeah. Um, it was a very, very sexy episode of American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Hot and heavy. Uh, what, do you, what do you think is going on with Will Drake and Tristan? Is this going to move anywhere? Will Drake seems to be into it.
1: You mean there? Yeah, I mean clearly not, right? So Tristan is just using Will. He's just trying to seduce Will Drake in order to kill him. Although not clear why you have to seduce someone to kill them. Can't uh-huh. you just kill kill them? Like do you, you have gotta to get the
0: blood pumping. You got to get it flowing. If you're a vampire, you want it to be hot. I guess that's right. You need the hot and heavy,
1: uh, the, the the blood. But um, so the next thing that so then, then Tristan does seduce Will Drake and tries starts to to it's about to kill him, and then and then Lady Gaga appears in the doorway. Says, yeah. No
0: no i i need that guy he is my ticket out of uh bernie madoff purgatory <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so so her plan is even though will drake is gay she is going to seduce will drake into marrying her and then she's going to murder him after she takes all of his money
1: so yeah which is which is i guess a good plan i mean a little challenging because yeah because of the sexuality issues but but uh yeah, I mean she's so seductive, and so then they have a hot and heavy makeout session. Um, he seemed into it. He was into it. That's what she said. He, he's hard. Yeah, he's like you're hard, bro. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. Come Gaga. What are you gonna do? Everyone wants to make out with Lady Gaga. Do you think you that's know? true?
0: Do you think that that's actually true, or do you think that there's people like I don't think so. I'll pass.
1: You know, I,
0: let's 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 ask the question more directly. How would you feel? You'd be into it.
1: Well, I, You know, I have a girlfriend. I'm not gonna. I'm not.
0: You I'm know. a wife, and I'll say that I'd be into it. Really, like yeah, and yeah. I think my wife would be into it too.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I I just worry. You know, she she's gonna play with my heart. I wanna I wanna you know I wanna protect myself. A you're little so bit.
0: sensitive, Stephen.
1: I'm not able. To, I'm not. I don't want to be burned by Lady Gaga. I can see what's happening to all these other guys, Josh. Like you're gonna like put yourself in that position.
0: I mean, I'm kind of looking for an excuse, I guess. <laughs> it seems like that would be a cool way to go.
1: I mean, if she turned me into a vampire, I would be cool with it. I guess, uh-huh. like, I would not mind being an immortal vampire. The rules of vampire are very-
0: Stephen Fishback is a very scary
1: concept. I would live forever, yeah. I mean, and I would just be terrible at many things forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, yeah. So she. So then, then they get interrupted by 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 Tristan, which is right. like. You know, everyone's always bursting in on everybody else in this hotel. Like, maybe lock the doors.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of blue balls going on in this hotel. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of awkward, like, just, like, perfect serendipitous timing to ruin a sexy tryst. That's just how (laughs) it always works out in all these sex scenes.
1: Uh, Just as someone's about to get murdered or have sex, someone else walks
0: in on them. Right, yeah. And he was pissed because she walked in on on him before and said, don't do that. Don't, Don't kill this guy. And then he walks in, you know, a few scenes later and says, what the hell? So why, you're on, why do you're you get on, to do this? You're on his side. I'm on Tristan's side. No, I'm not yeah. on Tristan's side. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on the Countess's side. I'm you're on the team. side
1: of fairness, though. You want everyone to have the opportunity to
0: be interrupted. Well, I think I'm more on the side of everyone should be making out on this show. Yes, you know? yes. Every Everybody should be making out on this show, and so I think that turned about as fair play. Yeah. Well, so
1: but to your point, like more plot, you know. So we have got Tristan's going to be helping March kill March kill people. Uh, the Countess is going to be seducing. Um, Cheyenne Jackson and um, anti-vaxxers are terrible people.
0: Anti-vaxxers are terrible people. So what's going on with the anti-vaxxers this week? You were not a fan of the anti-vaxxers last week. What's the development this week? What's moving forward there?
1: So this really does seem sort of like a morality play, right? Like now the kid who wasn't vaccinated has measles. He's being rushed to the hospital. And who knows if he's going to make it. And his mother is ashamed, as she should be. And um, uh, Mrs. Mrs. um, uh, for Chloe Sevigny, uh, you know she she's just disgusted.
0: Yeah, she's not happy. I don't think we're getting Jenny McCarthy for season six. I think <laughs> I think that we're officially out on that.
1: Yeah, is there? Do you think there's anything? Is this going somewhere?
0: It's got to be going somewhere. It's got to be going somewhere. We we know, you know, the big development with Chloe Sevigny this week is, you know, she's talking about uh her she's talking about her son Holden and how she was always connected to him and how he yes. smells like lavender and all this good stuff and she finally sees him at the, you know, at the end of her story in this episode and we get that really creepy hi mommy line. Uh so we know that she's connected with Holden at this point. We know that Holden is some sort of weird little vampire baby. And we know how she feels about vaccination. And I feel like she is going to be working on some sort of cure. And I feel like this is – interesting. I feel like like that's how this is all going to tie up. My question is, like, is she going to be able to get that far? Or is her vampire baby just going to turn her into a vampire?
1: I don't see that happening because then the tension is, like, ended. Although, like, who knows? Like, that's what I love about American Horror Story is that – Anything could happen. Like, to try to predict plot is, like, very difficult in this show. Yeah. But um, I feel like there she's got to have that, you know, being between those two worlds. You know, she's on the one hand, she's got her husband. Although, I guess she's kind of disconnecting from one of those worlds now, right? So, papers, seven, filing papers. Yeah, she brought divorce papers to Wes Bentley, who was really not happy about them.
0: No, he was not thrilled. He's like, oh, but this is not great. I'm, I'm coming home. I'm solving this crime. She's like, actually stay here. It would yeah. be great if you just stayed here. Things are great with you gone. Much uh, other, yeah. That was brutal. Part of me thought that he was being tricked. I thought it was some sort of hallucination. Maybe it was hypodermic Sally, you know, playing some sort of mind game with him. But it seemed legit. It seemed like she's really down for the divorce, the big D. Yeah,
1: I was surprised by that, too. You know, it's it's like – well, especially because like it's – like episode three, you know, the relationship seemed like it might have somewhere go. I mean maybe this is like – maybe they're separating now. Maybe he, you know, he's going to try to work on it. He's going to try to get her back. He does – they do start to, you know, get hot and heavy because that hotel is so sexy. You know, you can just like feel all the murder all around you. Right. Um, and then she immediately sort of rebuffs him. Again, a lot of blue balls this episode. So many
0: blue balls. Way too many blue balls. So I think that that's where the Vaxxer story is going. I think that Alex is her, is Chloe 70s character name i think that she's so entrenched in that story anyway now she's made contact with one of these virus vampires it just so happens to be her son she's incentivized to do something to get him back so i feel like that's where we're going i feel like those stories are colliding here yeah
1: i mean it's interesting i mean it, definitely themes of addiction and infection are basically like the two major themes of this of this uh season so far right um and uh, yeah. Is there overlap? I mean, you've got more faith in it than I do. I honestly think the vaxer story is just like a little bit like you know Ryan Murphy was like, "I hate those anti-vaxers
0: because they're bringing measles back." And it's totally I, possible. I'm going
1: to use my you know bully pulpit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's totally possible that he's just throwing shit at the wall and it's not going to stick and it'll just go away completely because Horror Story loves to do that, too. Horror Story loves to, like, throw out one thing that seems like it'll be important and then it just goes away completely <laughs> forever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, like, sort of resolves, but, like, not in any satisfying way that connects to anything else.
0: Yeah. Uh, but everyone's becoming a vampire in this episode. The other thing we, we found out this week was Kathy Bates, we were wondering, is Iris a ghost? Is she somebody who's haunting this hotel? Doesn't seem like it. Because her kid told her to kill himself, to kill herself. She tried to do it. She failed. And then Sally did the job. She suffocates her. And now she's back thanks to her son's vampire blood. So now we have vampire Kathy Bates. Right, right. Yeah, th- she was looking to move on.
1: They were going to go get an apartment outside the hotel. Um, and that – that I was really disappointed, to be honest, with how quickly uh, the reversal came in um, – in Matt Bomer's, you know, like change of heart. Like, I agree. He, he goes from like loathing his mother to the point where we think something terrible has happened, right? Like she must have done something horrible that we're not just gonna, that we just haven't, we're not aware of. Like, did she molest him? You know, like, right. right? Like, you're right. Like, that's what's going through your head. And, like, 100%. Early in like, yeah. Cause like I, Iris says to, to, what's Matt Bomer's character name? Donovan. Donovan, right. Iris says to Donovan, um, you know, we need, we, you know, we, we can get out of here. This is our chance. You know, you're free of her. Let's go be, let's go be together. Let's like, you know, I, I've, I've given my whole life for you. And, and right. and Donovan comes back with this vitriol and infective. You're terrible. You're the worst thing that's ever happened to me. You know, I hated you. I hated you growing up. I wanted to be with my dad, you know, and it seems like this can't just be like I'm the child of divorced parents, and I you know I, that was a traumatizing experience for me The, the, the level of anger and vitriol hat there 's got to be some other really twisted thing in the backstory here. Um, what, what else could it have been?
0: Well, I mean, you would think so, but we didn't get any hint of that. And what we do right. get hints of is, like, he's mad at her because he gave him, like, she gave him, like, fiber-rich lunches as a kid. And right. he, like, Nina crapped himself his- at <laughs>
1: school.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, which I guess, in fairness, I would hold a grudge for a while. Yeah. You know, I would probably say, yeah, not not happy about that. I don't know that I would tell my mom to kill herself after something like that. There's got be to be more. The most <laughs> egregious yeah. offense.
1: I mean, maybe there's, I'm, I'm hoping, I guess, hoping in the Twisted American story way, horror story way of talking, that there's something else there. Yeah. That, yeah. And there's gotta be, like, cause I agree. Can't, I mean, you know, clearly she's predisposed to sort of like cultish and faddish things. So maybe there's, you know, other, other stuff that she got involved in other than just the, the, the pants pooping. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. Then, Ma- then Donovan has a conversation with elizabeth taylor and elizabeth taylor's like your mom really is looking out for you and that's it he's like you're right she's the best i'm gonna give her life
0: It was very quick very yeah. quick i'm with you I, I wasn't loving that i i needed to be convinced a little bit more of why donovan was he literally told her the last time that he had spoke to her If it's true that you don't know what to do with your life if I'm not in it, then you really ought to kill yourself, which is just the most devastating thing a parent can hear from their kid. Uh, That's not very good. And to go from that speed to seeing your mom dead on a bed and you choose to use your magic vampire blood to bring her back to life, it felt like a really quick snap. It felt felt too fast for me.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And it was – yeah, I mean that because it, it was so intense. It was so intense, and then suddenly he's. I mean, obviously there's a difference if you, know, you can hate someone and not want to actually see them die. But um, it, it, the, the, the reversal was 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 pretty quick. Um, and and so then he pushes Sally out of the way. So, you know, Sally is helping Iris finally achieve release. Is this a good move for you, Sally? Sally says to Iris. Are you sure that there's nothing, you know, wrong? You know, there's no unfinished business you have in this hotel. Because Iris, you know, has gone to Sally and said, you know, I, I want the sweet release of death. Right. Sally is is giving her a toxic uh, overload of-, of smack. Which
0: Kathy Bates handles like a
1: champ. Jeez. Doesn't even work at all. It doesn't even phase her. Yeah. Um, so then she puts a plastic bag over her head, which is like there's got to be. There's better ways to kill someone than than these, like, elaborate ways.
0: A million percent, especially when you're in this murder palace, as James March called it. This hotel is filled with death traps, and you choose a plastic bag. And we know that hypodermic Sally does not care for Iris. She could at least push her out the window. Well, but my my thinking is, like... Why doesn't Sally,
1: you know, S- Sally's, this is a huge risk here for Sally. Like, if Iris, in fact, does have unfinished business, which is every reason to think she does, she's going to be there forever.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Because we know that Sally, or we assume that Sally is a ghost, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's, uh... I
0: think, I think we're good with that assumption right now. We had assumed that maybe Iris was as well. Turns out that she's not. Turns out she was just staying at the hotel because that's where her son was. Uh, I feel like, Sally, who hates Iris, loathes Iris, and then is going to be ghost compadres with her for life, seems dubious. Seems like a bad call. Exactly, exactly.
1: Although this did answer that question of how ghosts stay at the hotel, right? Which is that
0: they have unfinished business there. Is that, is that what you think it is? You think it's like if you have something unresolved, you just get to stay?
1: Um, well, that's what Sally sort of explained it as, right? Yeah. She's like, if, you know, if you have something unresolved, you're going to be here forever with me, and I can't deal with that.
0: And that's consistent with what we've seen on American Horror Story in the past. In Murder House, people would die, and they would have unresolved issues, and they would stay in Murder House forever. Right. Uh, even in Coven, when people would die, they would stay in the house in New Orleans. They just wouldn't go anywhere. Uh, so I think that that's consistent with the with the rules of the universe of American Horror Story as it seems to be shaking out. So Yep, yep. That works for me. I'm good Yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But what we almost – we could have seen it. We could have seen – we were talking about this last week about, like, what happens if a vampire dies in the hotel? Do they become a ghost? Do they stalk the hotel forever? We could have seen – Kathy Bates as a ghost and instead she turns into a, a vampire and maybe we can see her as a ghost again in the future. Oh,
1: good. Yeah, we'll finally get that ghost-vampire hybrid that we've yeah, been really It would have been like for. a
0: ghost-vampire-ghost, which seems bizarre. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. seems yeah. like a step too many. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I guess there's got to be something dark in Iris's backstory just because this is horror story. Yeah. But so far she, she's being painted as, you know, if not quite the protagonist and one of very few people on this show that doesn't seem to have too many skeletons in her closet. So there's, there's got to be something atrocious in the right. past.
1: Right. It's like we were talking about last week. Like it's always the person you least suspect right. who is all, the most horrible person. Um, did, and this, this episode did have some hints as to who, who the, uh, the Seven, the, the Word of God The, the Ten Commandments is. killer? Ten Commandments killer is. Um, what, what, what was your take on, on the, those developments?
0: Well, I, I have a hot take on it, but I, I want to hear from you first if you have somebody who's a suspect in mind.
1: Well, it certainly seems like we're being made to think that Sally is the suspect, right? I mean, right. Sa- I mean, Sally drops some, you know, biblical mumbo jumbo when she's talking to, um, uh, freaking heck, uh, West Bentley, and um, then she, that then, you know, Max Greenfield is as kind of like fingers her a little bit, right. and, and <laughs> right. uh, so to, so to speak, uh, and then you know when West Bentley does go to arrest sally you know like she sort of starts cackling and you know
0: no no teeth gnashing thankfully No those those grew back that's nice yeah yeah thank god i appreciate Uh, that
1: yeah or she's got a good set of dentures anyway so
0: good dentist Uh, in in the hotel in
1: the yeah you know who knows who knows who else lives in this hotel right um so so it it really like seems that the show is hinting that Sally has got at least some connection to to this. So is is that what your hot your hot no. take is? Oh, no, wow.
0: hot take is different. Hot take is I'm wondering. And this is more based on what's going to be coming up next week than this week. Um, I'm wondering if we're getting into that sort of I don't know that I'm chasing myself type of story. Oh. I'm wondering if Wes Bentley is the Ten Commandments killer, if that's the direction we're going. And that's based on the fact that next week is going to be the Halloween episode. It's called Demon's Night uh, or Devil's Night, and it's, it's – uh, he gets a he's gonna get an invitation to this party. It's gonna be loaded up with serial killers. This is where we're gonna get uh the return of uh Lily Rob is gonna be coming back. Oh she's, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, she's gonna be playing who is she gonna be playing? She's playing uh Charlize Theron from Monster. Eileen Wurnos. Eileen Wernos, Yeah, she's playing Eileen Wernos. We're going to get uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is going to be on the show. Oh, God. So, so he's getting he's getting invited to, like, this high society serial killer, presumably serial killer ghosts, with James March at the table as well. It feels like it's either are we feeling this guy out because he's a detective, so that's why we're bringing him here, or is that an invitation for a guy who is secretly a serial killer and he himself doesn't know it? Is
1: there any – so so could he have spoofed the text – from his wife's phone and then received it does that is that work in terms of the chronology that we've seen
0: I, th- I think that's possible, especially if it's something where, like, he is not even aware of the fact that he is doing this stuff. And we do have that line, uh, well, we know we know that the killer is living in the hotel, now he's living in the hotel, he's right. living in this room, is he just sending messages to himself, did he have some sort of psychotic break when his kid went missing, did he somehow contribute to the kid going missing? So I'm just conspiracy theory theorizing.
1: And he did have some, like, really good intuitions, right, when he saw that couple, he was right. like, oh, he's. Probably pumped full of like sex, sex drugs. Like, really, no way for him to know that other than you know. A, I thought like at the time, like, oh, they're establishing him as this like great intuitive detective. Right, but that that could work. Like, he knows that because he's the one responsible for it.
0: Also, Wes Bentley's such a weirdo. Like, he's such a just, weirdo. Do you hire Wes Bentley to just be this really normal detective type, or do you hire him to be somebody who's going to gonna get to do some very crazy American Horror Story stuff? And I mean, we're already in that direction anyway, if we're just looking at him as a Jack Torrance type of character. Totally. He's settling into totally. the hotel. He's nursing this drinking problem. He's not really leaning into it quite yet, but we assume that he is on a collision course with some sort of insanity. What if he's already there? And that's the demon he's going to have to confront. Well, so, and he said
1: he hasn't slept in days. I mean, there's certainly right. room for him both to be doing things he's not aware of and to be, you know, have this sort of like psychic break or psychotic yeah. break that he's, uh, you know. What, what about just throwing it out there? And I haven't even thought
0: this through at all. Chloe Sevigny. A- as the killer. Yeah. Well, that'd be screwed up. Yeah. And she was so cold-blooded with the divorce you know yeah. it's it's not impossible it's not impossible i could see that as well uh I, I could see and she does talk about how the only person she ever loved was her kid and and all of this stuff we know she has a harsh anti-vaxxers stance that's somebody <laughs> it, if that person winds up dead then you yeah. know that then yeah. you know the, who to look at
1: well there and there definitely does seem to be some history between sally if not history at least some sort of uh you know, some sort of tension between Sally, who's the right the addiction monster right. or whatever, or a demon, um, and well, so and when they were kissing, right, you noticed there were like little flashes of the guy. In, of the demon. Of um, the demon in, yeah, in, in like, whatever he's – in rubber with him. I was yeah.
0: – yeah, I was clenching up. I was getting nervous. Yeah, <laughs> Clenching, clenching is the right response very, to that. Um, Yeah, very tense. Yeah. Very tense. I was very worried for Wes Bradley yeah. in that scene. But is
1: there – I mean, is he that thing? Like, is, is that – I don't know. I mean, he's not – you know, maybe not, like, literally that thing. He's not actually –
0: you know oh but i mean maybe yeah he could be I, I i mean i i think that you know to the point that sally is really into wes bentley is really into detective right Lowe, uh she loves this guy or she's you know and we've seen her be passionate about other people on the show she's obviously looking for love she cries at just about everything like any scene of sarah paulson on this show so far she always just has like the wettest face like huh, she's yeah.
1: just she's, she's always she's crying just, you're absolutely right yeah, yeah.
0: Tears are always streaming, and she seems really, really passionate about the detective, so could that be because she has this connection with him already, if he is somehow the addiction demon, or if she just recognizes in him something that he's not even recognizing in himself, that he's just this monster that's snapping? Um. So that's where my, that's where my head's at right now. I think that he's the guy. I think he's chasing himself. I. I mean, I love that idea. It's. I mean, I guess I sort of love it. It's a little. I mean, it's a li- It's done. It and yeah, totally. It's been done before. Like this is not something that would be unique. But horror story loves to riff on horror tropes, and I feel like it's something that they could. That is
1: definitely a classic horror trope. Um. Yeah. What about um this? You know, what about like um the fact that his wife tells him that he should have a drink. And that he's not an AA, he's not an alcoholic.
0: Right. That was another thing too. That was another reason why I thought that it was some sort of trick. It was some sort of uh, someone was playing some sort of mind game with him. That this wasn't actually his wife, and it was just he was seeing some sort of weird vision. Because your wife wouldn't come to you if you at least perceive yourself to be an alcoholic and be like, "You should drink." That's not even if they're divorcing you, unless they're really horrible human beings. And I don't get the sense that she's that awful. Um, but I think it's interesting. That she says that we know that it's real. We know that this this scene took place. We know that this actually happened. And she tells him to take a drink. You're not even an AAA. So what is he trying to convince himself of? You know, like what is he what is he trying to sell himself? Why is he Holding himself to such high pressure that I can't I can't drink at all. That this can't happen. You know, his his stories are getting mixed yeah, up. Yeah,
1: it's his stories are getting mixed up and he's shown as being a little bit unreliable in his perception of himself. Like it's clear right. that you know in his mind he's an alcoholic, and the person who's closest to him in life is like, you need to chill out, like you're driving yourself crazy with like these, right. these absurd you know rules for yourself. Um, so I think you know I, I really like your animation that that he could be the killer because he's definitely he's definitely coming undone. Uh, the question is like how undone has he been? So this and he he says like towards the end of this episode like let's let's connect let's see like what other unsolved murders there are out there right or what other murders there are right. out there like again another just big intuitive leap.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think that that could be where we're going. It's only three episodes into this thing. Plenty of time for that to reverse. But that's where I'm thinking. We got to talk Ramona Royale. We just got to get an Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett is so attractive. I, I love her so much. When she pulls up,
1: like, so you've got that scene of, of uh, Donovan, like, at, like, the junkie park. And he's, like, feasting on junkies. And that's, how, I like the, that idea. That this is this is his kind of, like, binge, you know, is to, like, right. not to take take drugs himself, but to, like, eat drugged up people is his way of like getting of of getting drugged and again hitting that sort of theme of addiction and 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 coming
0: undone totally and we also got those rules from lady gaga in the episode previous where it's like don't drink from you know diseased people or sick people or anything like that we don't really know why she just says don't do that when she's explaining the rules to tristan and so the first thing donovan does when he's no longer under her control is he basically you know binges on the equivalent of like the mcdonald's yeah yeah that's great The McDonald's. like Total junk yeah, food. Yeah,
1: total junk food. And he's blur. And then suddenly Ramona Royale like drives up and it's like even she, just like the side of her, you're like, shit, this is like some energy has come into this. You yeah. know, It really just – just the way she holds herself and looks and uh, all of it just is – there's so much power and, and, and it, it was such a – I feel like it was like the shot in the arm uh you know the the vaccination that this uh that this show needed
0: yeah no she's really great she's she's bringing a really great energy to it already and i like that she's she so she's a vampire as well i think we can assume right unless it's just that angela bassett doesn't age which i'm also (laughs) willing i'm totally willing to buy i couldn't
1: believe it when i saw her i was like wait that's angela bassett how does she look like she's 30 like she's she's 57 years old
0: it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's honestly crazy. But I mean, I th- I think we can assume that she, you know, she was with Gaga for over a decade. She was there from the late 70s to the early 90s by the Countess's side. We also see when she's um, when she's hooking up with Prophet Moses is the name of her boyfriend in the, the early days of the Tupac and Biggie feud. Uh, we see her trying to convert him. Like, we see her doing the same thing that Gaga does, you know, slitting a cut above her bosom. We saw Angela Bassett doing that same exact move for Prophet Moses. So I feel like she's got to be one of these vamps but she's like a self-loathing vampire she seems to be a vampire hunting vampire kind of like blade which is cool
1: yeah that is cool and it was interesting too that she broke gaga's heart i like that because you know this whole thing has been like lady gaga has no you know she's just cold and she's breaking men's hearts right and left and don't get attached you know you'll get burned but but ramona royale did break the countess's heart
0: yeah, did break the countess's heart, and I mean, how could she not? How could she not? She's unbelievable. Yeah. she's truly, truly the best, and also the stars of such movies as Slaughter Sisters, Silky <laughs> Fine, and Bride of Blackenstein. So this, is a, you know, you're getting your heart broken by a famous person. That's always worse. Yeah,
1: yeah, That's uh, right. That was such a great that little head to head when Gaga when the countess sits down at Ramona Royale's table. Uh, Ramona Royale is this, you know, this B movie actress who's looking for her big break. but can't seem to get yep. it, and then she's given access. To real power and real fame by, or real power anyway, through through uh, the Countess.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, and we know we know that she, that Romano Royale, is after the Countess's kids. She wants to she wants to f up those little vampire babies. It seemed dubious that she tells this plan to Donovan before she even has like fully vetted Donovan because he's no longer of use to her. And now she, he could just turn right around and tell Lady Gog like, yo, protect your kids. This crazy vampire vampire hunter is coming after you. I was hoping it was a trap.
1: You know, like, she set him up to, um, you know, th- that she was setting him up to, like, go back and, like, either she was okay like, giving him the idea that this was a way to get back at her or she was going to follow him in in some way. Um right. You know, again with American Horror Story, like, is it very complex, good plotting, or is it just like terrible, over the top plotting? Like, there's no way to know because both happen,
0: yeah, all the time in equal measure, and actually kind of an unequal measure. And yeah, usually, yeah, uh, usually towards the dark towards, end, of the towards spectrum.
1: the, the yeah. Um, yeah. But, but so it really could be either, right? Either this is just a way for to give like exposition into into Ramona Royale's character, or this is like there's a there's a purpose to her telling the story.
0: I, re- I really like that she's so opposed to the Countess. I, re- I really like that these two characters are being set up against each other because I think that this is a real test for Lady Gaga and her place in American Horror Story. Because if this was Jessica Lang playing this character, oh, yeah. if, it, if that was the Countess, then you know that the scenes when Ramona Royale and the Countess go head-to-head are going to be ridiculously explosive. You just know that they're going to be some of the best scenes of the entire season with Gaga- Let's see how she holds up against Angela Bassett. Like, we've seen her with Matt Bomer. It's been fine because mostly all she's had to do is suck face with the guy. That's basically all she's had to do with these very, very attractive, same-looking men. Um, We haven't really seen her go toe-to-toe against somebody who has sort of legendary acting chops the way that Angela Bassett does. Um, So I'm really – I'm interested to see – how Lady Gaga holds up in a scene like that, because she hasn't been tested that way on the show yet.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, I think she's almost been coasting on sort of her status as Lady Gaga, you know, as this, like, all of the accrued information we have about her in terms of her her glamorousness or, or you know, her sort of decadent, um, right. uh, you know, image. And, you know, that's, she's, you know, in, in this this episode, we had her literally being in exactly the same pose as the as Nosferatu from from the previous episode, um, or from the first episode. And, right. and, uh, you know, so just, like, they've been making a lot of, like, they've been giving, giving her a lot of, like, metaphorical power through her association with other things. But now, like, what is her actual power as, you're right, as a character and as an actress?
0: Yeah, so I think that's going to be interesting. I, I really, I can't wait to see what that's all about. And I just, I need more Ramona Royale. It's, it's, now that we've got her her and evan peters those two they just need to be in every single scene
1: yeah yeah exactly Uh, if we don't get a ramona royale evan peters scene i'm absolutely gonna be devastated
0: yeah i think so i think we'll be very thumbs down on this season if that doesn't happen that would just be brutal that'd be tough uh Anything else from the episode that that stands out before we we start wrapping up? Yes.
1: Max Greenfield goes to the hospital. I thought that was very interesting. So Max Greenfield, as far as we know, is dead, you know, right? Like, he's a ghost, I thought, who was killed by the addiction – or at least, like, brutalized by the addiction monster and sewn up into a bed. And this episode, in an attempt to kill Sally, you know, I guess an attempt to, like, beat his addiction or something? I don't know. Um, He instead kills Naomi Campbell – Which, by the way, I I love that scene. I love the scene of Naomi Campbell in the bathroom seeing things out of the corner of her eyes. It was very, like, classic horror. Um, You know, something's in the mirror, look up, nothing's there. You know, that's, like, an actual build of suspense instead of, like, the sort of, like blood and guts that that is
0: just like the shock yeah Yeah. exactly
1: and i really really like that it felt like a really strong scene um then she lies down in bed you know and of course you're thinking like that's in this hotel you that's not a good idea whenever someone is lying down in bed you know i
0: I get i get tense Um, so how do you sleep do you just like sleep standing uh, up yeah
1: i mean that's certainly there you know probably that's the move
0: you just like sleep hanging down like the dude in wayne's World yeah exactly. That's good.
1: Um that's pretty good. Uh what uh yeah, so so and then Max Greenfield bursts out of her bed and stabs her to death. Um and or at least and then and then, you know, bloody like staggers out of the hotel right into into Wes Bentley's arms and he's rushed to the hospital where he confesses that, you know, it's Sally's fault or something. And right. I, if he's a ghost you know suddenly he's out of the hotel so maybe he was never dead maybe he was never a ghost but just was hanging out in the bed
0: I think so I think that that's what that means I think that he was just hanging out in the bed for Sally's future use which is so awful yeah that's it's so just to like put yourself in that guy's shoes although I guess he wasn't wearing any so just like to put yourself into his skin is not good to put to put yourself in his mattress that's not great that's not that's not fun at all but I think we, we get very hard ghost confirmation since Naomi Campbell we watch her get killed and then you know towards the end of the episode so she's just lurking in the hallways.
1: And that was a great line. Like if like if this is hell, like I would be in that knockoff Zara dress or whatever. It was. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. So I'm I'm glad we've got Ghost Naomi Campbell now. That seems like a better use of her than just being sort of like the the snooty fashion expert yeah now that she's a snooty fashion expert ghost that feels better
1: adding ghosts to anybody's resume really ups ups your the the value
0: yeah but let's let's play it out let's let's say that max greenfield was a ghost let's say he was killed and then he leaves the hotel if that's the case if ghosts can leave the hotel court says then why is sally freaking out so much that the that she's about to get kicked out because that seems to be a big fear of her. yes
1: yes so um yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I think that, I mean, he must not be able to be a ghost because it really would right. violate the sort of, you know, it, same with Murder House. You know, in Murder House, when the ghosts would try to leave, they would never, the, the ghosts would never be able to leave Murder House, as we saw when um, Tessa Fermiga, I mean, like, took the car out and then suddenly was back in the house, right? She right. never was able to successfully leave. Yeah,
0: they had that really creepy scene of just like every time she would try to leave, she just, like, disappear yeah and then she'd have to like do it over and over again it's like this endless loop
1: yeah um so i i really yeah maybe he was just he was brutalized though he was really it was not i I don't know how better off dead better
0: off dead that guy i don't know how he lived through that oh it was tough that was terrible so yeah uh so well jury's out on that i i think that he was probably alive through that and that's almost worse yeah yeah, really not great. But other than that, I mean, lots moving forward. It is a it is a type of show that it's just like mostly nastiness and not a ton to unpack. I think that we'll have a lot to unpack next week with Devil's Night. The Halloween episodes are always fun on this show. God, except last season's Halloween episode. Well, I haven't gotten that far in Freak oh, Show. Uh, lucky, I, lucky I just, you. <laughs> yeah, I I just binged season 3 cuz I'd realized that I had stopped before like right around the introduction of the Axe Man. Uh, so I just this past week, I went through Coven all the way through, which was awesome. Yeah,
1: Coven was great. And what a yeah, great season. Yeah.
0: yeah, really terrific. But I've only seen one episode of Freak Show. So I think I'm going to subject myself to it. Maybe in time for our next podcast, yeah. we'll see. I've been like, pushing, uh, but yeah, you're, I, I, you would advise, would you advise against it? Or I, I kind of just have to. I mean,
1: I love, so I love the beginning of Freak Show. I love the premise. I love the sort of, you know, I I thought it was really strong. And then it kind of like, it just got. I felt like it got a little bit it just sort of like lost focus a little bit, kinda of got silly. You know, some of the some of the musical acts that I loved in the beginning, like I loved that first Jessica Lang Life on Mars uh, you know, song, and then I thought it got, you know, a little bit kitschy. Um I don't know. I, I don't know. I was all. Over. I, I, I some of it was great, and some of it was not great.
0: Um, was it a bad Halloween episode, though? What happened in the Freak Show Halloween episode? Spoilers. Yeah. Give so me in the
1: ha- Freak Show Halloween episode, like West Bentley is Edward Mordrake, and he's this like, you know, who was I guess like another actual famous historical freak who was a guy with two heads, um, and the, the 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 head on the back of his head would like whisper evil thoughts into the into his main head, and. Uh, he he was like that's so Harry a killer. Potter, yeah, and, and so he was allegedly like so. This was like a real historical, well, not real historical figure, but there is it was an Edward Morton. He he was a, a fictional character, I believe. Um, I don't know if there's any historical precedent, but like he he exists in culture, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and so then he like appears in this like corny green green cloud that like snakes its way into places, and then like like you know he like whispers these sententious – like these like deep threatening remarks to the different freaks and i mean i think he killed someone i mean but but uh he probably did it's american horror story he might have even killed like one of them i don't i don't want to spoil i'm i'm remembering it now but (laughs)
0: Well, I'll make that my homework. I'll at least get through the Halloween episode of Freak Show by the time we reunite for the Halloween episode of Hotel. It sounds like Wes Bentley's Halloween track record has nowhere to go but up. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, that, yeah. your description of this sounds fantastic. I'm really excited for the next episode.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that it sounds like a cool premise, you know, having the detective out to dinner with legendary serial killers in the Hotel Cortez. Yeah. and I And I feel like that seems – to me, it just—it makes sense. It adds up with some of the things that we know about the detective already, that we know about Detective Lowe, that he's sleepless, that he's, you know, obviously distressed in his life. He knows that so much about how this killer is operating— I wouldn't be surprised if we got confirmation next week.
1: And he's got all of the different, right, the crimes on his wall in the hotel. Like, that right. that suggests a little bit of fetishization beyond, you know, beyond just, like, I'm a detective. Like, I have this in my office. He's put it up on his bedroom wall. You know, so every right. night as – as um, Chloe Sevigny points out, like every night he goes to sleep with these crimes like right beside his head.
0: Right. So either he's the perpetrator or he's just way into it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which I, I don't know which is yeah. worse. They're both pretty bad. It's not good. All right. So I think unless we've got anything else, let's let's wrap it up. Let's let you get back to your Vegas horror story. Oh, we we'll use that as the hashtag. Yeah. How about that? I love it. Vegas horror story. Hashtag Vegas horror story. Tweet that to Stephen at Stephen Fish. back I'm at Round Howard. We'll be back with some more horror story next week. Subscribe to what we're doing or feed is up, recaps.com slash A-H-S iTunes. If you want to subscribe to everything we're doing on Post Show Recaps, that's recapscom slash iTunes. Steven, be careful out there. Yeah,
1: thank you. I'll do my best and I look forward to chatting with you next week.
0: Alright, bye Steven, bye everybody. Bye!